Welcome to A Thousand and One Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Nick. Hey, Ben. So uh, I'm a little nervous about this. We, we've been saying that we should talk about uh, organizational methodologies uh, for, for books. And my, my contribution is probably going to be, well, we have books. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, sometimes they're on the shelf. <laughs> Usually they're, on the, they're, in, they're in the heap system. Um, and the way that you said it always made it seem like that you you had plenty of things to say. So let me let me just ask: Do you do you uh, do you organize? Do you, do you have a, a methodology? <laughs> like, are you? Or were you? Ho- hopefully, you weren't like you weren't digging for ideas. Because, because uh, this might be this might be a short episode. Yeah, so we strive for uh, children's book organization. Um, I don't know that we uh, we achieve that okay. all that often, but recently, uh, well, okay, so up until recently, we just had we, so we have cabinets um, in our living, room. and we, we don't we don't have a huge house, um, but we do have a lot of books, um, a lot of adult books, but also a lot of a lot of kid books, and so we we were kind of trying to keep them all in this section of the kind of living room cabinet area. And they were literally just bursting out at the seams. I mean, it was like, it was, it was hard to pull books out because they were so tightly wedged in there. <laughs> um, so finally, we, Kat and I decided, I think this was after Christmas, maybe this year, um, we decided we had to do something. So we came upon a little strategy of, and we're in the middle of this experiment, but we decided to divide up our children's book library into seasons. Oh. <laughs> what like like your like, like actuals like the autumn books and christmas books or 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 yeah like, so we just um we is, is, is it took, like the movie thing where it's like well now you've got your like oscar like your oscar bait coming out around christmas <laughs> then you get your summer blockbusters <laughs> olivia cars and drugs and things to go you know coming coming out and um no it started off much more uh crudely than that we just dumped all of our children's books out on the floor in the living room and then we just split them up into three piles basically. Um, and we, what we did, our experiment that we're, we're in the middle of running now is we just said, okay, we're going to um, divide up our book library in three and two thirds of it, we're just going to keep in the closet. Um, and we're going to leave one third out for the first third of the year. Um, so kind of through maybe Easter, we're on, we're kind of on the tail end of this. How, first did, you, season. how did you select this first third? Is this just at random? Like we're just going to maybe some ones that you're currently, that everybody's currently enjoying or so is, is this essentially there's like a book it's like the, the the disney like the disney vault where some things go away and then you kind of create this it's kind of like artificial that, yeah. scarcity and then, and then when you bring the other books out it's this it's oh exactly my gosh i forgot about this <laughs> <laughs> it's the opec of children's <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what we're doing um no so we we didn't think too much about it but we tried to generally distribute um books kind of evenly so like there's one of the journey trilogy in each of the different seasons, for instance, and there's like a Waldo book in each of the different seasons. And then we, we, we took all the like anthologies, you know, we've got some of these big like fairy tale anthologies or something like that. We kind of tried to split those up. Um, So if there were obvious 
ways to kind of evenly distribute things we did, but we also didn't think too much about it. Or like Dr. Seuss books, you know, we tried right. to, we don't want all the Dr. Seuss books in one season. Right. Um, that would just be too much. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so I knew some, you guys are obviously early on in this experiment, so you'll have to, you have to keep us and our loyal listeners up. Right. Posted. But, uh, uh, so I, I've I've known a a, a big family that they you know, they had a lot of kids and so they had to adopt a similar system with the toys and it was kind of the same thing it kept the kept the toys for you know fresh and they they were on a two season so half the year half the toys were gone and then they got sort of like unlocked and then and then the kids could make like a special plea for oh. particular toys and say okay well that's right he's like <laughs> you can put all these up but I can reserve one to like keep year round or something like that or to, to not be uh, towed away you had to maybe justify why, you know why it <laughs> present your case <laughs> that's right yeah um, interesting we like, so what happens like because now when you put two-thirds of the books away where have, have your kids notice i'm like wait where's like that book which is actually my favorite book it turns out and why isn't it available like have you had to go into the closet and bring anything out Oh yeah, just the other day. <laughs> no, well, we didn't bring anything out, but Elena just out of the blue said something like, uh, "I forget what book it was. It was like uh, maybe it was Olivia. Um, oh no, it was Bear Hunt." She yeah. goes, "Dad, is Bear Hunt in a different season?" <laughs> yes, honey. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bear Hunt shifted to the fall. <laughs> um, so it's got, so so far they. I don't know if Gabriella does. She's she just turned three, so I don't I don't know if she's really aware. But Elena definitely knows there's something going on, and she's the she's aware of the season. Her, sure. and, yeah, the, the idea. Although she doesn't seem that bothered by it. Uh, yeah, I mean that like that is not how Jack would have. He wouldn't have said, "Oh, am I going to have to wait six months?" Like, how are we going to get this bear? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So so far, there hasn't been any major um, drama with, and, and they're pretty, they're being pretty accepting of the the new system that was <laughs> kind of, um, put down from on high. Uh, but we'll see. The other part of it too is, I don't know. I'm sure you guys are like this too. We, there's always kind of a stream of new books coming into the right. household. You know, people are always giving gifts and um, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so I, I would say so far so good. Um, there hasn't been nothing bad, and it is, it it's just nice not to have the like the because I, I think I always felt a little guilty too that when this is weird we'd have this huge you know shelf full of books and we go months reading like the same four books over right. and over again um, and there's all these great books that are sort of languishing like just because they happen to be like behind right. and. Let me, um, so I feel like this helps maybe keep things a little bit fresher. Let me let me dig a little bit deeper. Where is Pat the Bunny right now? Is it Pat the Bunny? <laughs> is Pat the Bunny? In the what? Club? What book? <laughs> what are you talking about, Ben? <laughs> Pat the Bunny is, uh, let's say Pat's on injured reserve. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> not in the lineup at this point. <laughs> he's not in any season. He's, he's like... No, <laughs> um, but uh, okay. So you, I'm going to spring a question on you, um, but maybe you've already, in, in the the course of uh, putting two thirds of the books away, maybe you've already thought through some of this. What? Uh, so say you had to, you had to get rid of almost all the books, and you only had to keep five, you know, for some kind of like you know quarantine lockdown situation, and mm. and uh, you don't have to say what those five would be, but do you think it would be kind of a similar strategy where you would do? Like, uh, and, and the caveat is maybe that the kids are sort of in a holding pattern where they kind of stay 
mostly as they are right now. So maybe new things are discovered, but, but the, the crazy thing about kids, obviously they, they go through phases. So then one book is absolutely essential. And then two weeks later, it's like, it, it you know, like, oh, I don't like that book at all. Like it doesn't, it doesn't move the needle at all. Right. But I mean, if you had to sort of say, okay, we're going to have one book that's more of like a kind of a lavishly illustrated, you know, picture book and the one Seuss book, do you have a sense for the kind of choices you could make? Not necessarily, not, you know, particular titles, but just, uh, yeah, I think that just off the top of my head, we would do, I'm sure there would be some kind of a, something from like either the Waldo or Cars and Trucks and Things That Go or something like that. One, one of these kind of big, like fine active, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lots of stuff going on on the page. Find one of those. Um, Gabriella is really into those. And Elena isn't as interested, but as soon as Gabriella brings one out, she gets interested. So I, yeah. I think that would definitely be one. Um, we've also got some of these um, like fairy tale anthologies. Um, that the the girls are really getting into so we we would probably do one of those um and then yeah the other ones would be just some of the favorites like it'd be hard not to put maybe bear hunt in there or something like i don't know they might be getting a little old for olivia now at this point but um maybe maybe maybe, like maybe maybe one book in there that you really like you know that you don't mind <laughs> performing for the, yeah. the future yeah right no that would definitely be one how about you do you yeah, would you guys it, be prepared it, for that? Oh no, we'd be taken only by surprise, and we haven't. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, we would we would probably put uh, something like our animal friends at Neighborhood Farm in there, but um, mm, yes, but we would, and even like right now, so we've we have a, a kind of a children's book section, but then I feel like not only does it expect it's discouraging because a lot of times uh, there's a lot of books that don't get read, but then also sometimes the kids will just pull books out and then they never get read they just get like pulled into a heap on the floor and then right. put back up again and so just like kind of like casually destroy <laughs> over the course and so they're not even they're not even being you know read they're just they just become sort of being and, 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 yeah and then, they, and then there's like where the where the kids are it's so like in our bedroom there's always kind of a stack of books near somewhere and then in the living room the coffee table kind of books accumulate and and then there's always then there's like one in particular that we're looking for and so there's like a mad hunt to find it and then I don't know, yeah. We hey, could we, we could pare down and and uh, see what see what happens. So I, I I don't know where you guys are on this, but we're pretty um, localized in where we read. Like the living room is definitely the epicenter. That that's like where we do almost all our read. We don't really read like we do kind of family reading time before bed in the living room all together, yeah. and then they just go to bed. Um, oh, so well, we don't read it in the bedroom. We don't really read in the kitchen or the dining room or anything like that. Um, but um, but you guys have a much more sprawling house. So do you guys like read all over the place or? Yeah. Well, and we, and we set up a, a reading like nook room with like a kind of a picturesque hanging lantern. And it's where all the, the, the children's books are. You guys have are. a great reading room. Yeah. Well, and, and, and there's, 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 there's like a, a calendar that's the theme is children's So it's meant to really just, but then inevitably it just, it just spills out, you know, upstairs and downstairs and around corners. And then, and then, you know, Sometimes uh, I feel like Dilly's at that stage where she has really learned that she can kind of like, she's not especially articulate, but she can communicate like basic, like she wants this thing. So she'll, you'll just be doing something like you'll be frying eggs and then she'll just come into the kitchen with one of her little flat books or with, I don't know, Olivia or something like that and just be like, ah, 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 <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> And kind of jabbing you with the corner, and so yeah, it, it comes in the kitchen. They just like some sometimes like 
it is really nice. We withdraw to the reading area and we, we kind of formally read, but sometimes it feels like the books are pursuing us and right. um, it's, it's not just a you know bedtime activity. And, and, you know, we, we both, we both work from home. And so sometimes oh, yeah. it's, it's a little, it's a little, it can be structured or, or, or we'll have help. But then sometimes it's like all of a sudden there's a parent free and like the kids just were like, like sharks in the water, like sense that like, Dad seems like he's just ambling about without purpose. In the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pounce on him and get like get a get a children's book read. So, do you guys have like are there particular times throughout the day when your kids are more likely to want to read, or, or is it pretty haphazard? Or pretty haphazard. I mean, before bed is like a recognized like like you know right. kind of institutionalized reading time, but you know throughout the day too, or or. Um, if it's if if you know if, if there's kind of a downtime between activities or yeah but once again if, if you know if somebody's free it's the game on right so while we're talking about um org- the organization of children's books i think this is a good time um for me to launch into a little a little rant here about oh, perfect. <laughs> about, about <laughs> uh discoverability in libraries okay so uh, I, first of all I, always I, a good time to launch into a rant on <laughs> <Good Nights. laughs> I, I am a big proponent of libraries. I love libraries. I, I want to support libraries. I just like being in libraries. Yeah. Like libraries are the best. But God, are they awful at at least the, the libraries I'm frequenting. It's so hard to find books, to just like browse books and kind of discover new types of books. And and I don't know if this is partly because just, they just have so many and all you see are kind of the spines and they, they, they try to have some that are more like displayed where you see the actual sure. cover, but they're also, they're, they're organ, they're still on the, whatever Dewey decimal or whatever the mm-hmm. library organizational system is. And it just strikes me that it's like, why is it so hard to discover new children's books in the library? Like, does it have to be that way? Couldn't it be, couldn't it be better? Like even the, even going into Barnes and Noble is it's a lot easier to happen upon and discover new books because they're they're sort of thematically oriented sections and they're divided up by sort of you know age range or genres or types of books and there's a lot more room for um, you know books to be displayed with the actual the full kind of cover showing. Right. And I also I don't know. This, I just they have like they have a, like uh, like ancillary merch at bookstores too. So like they'll be. Right. I don't know, like a book about baseball, and then there'll be like a little stack of like baseballs or something there. There'll be something, you know, some other like toy or something that, that corresponds to it. And that is um, kind of brazen and gimmicky, but it is like it, it definitely draws the eyes of my children. I'm a little more sympathetic to libraries in that, that I feel like a, a while back I, I asked you, I was like, well, don't you always lose uh, books and children's books in your house because, you know, the spines are so thin and they're always one all over the place. and you kind of gave me one of those. I don't know. That's never. That's never happened to me. <laughs> so maybe the maybe the library like falls short of your standards, but but not mine. Um, like, I mean, I feel like I, have, I, have I ever told you what my dad? What we call my, my dad's like no o moments, where they're just they're just conversation killers. Where, like somebody would come to my dad and be like, "Hey, you know, like haven't you ever been like in a situation where like like it was like when the, when that song the Beatles song uh, I I, I want to hold your hand and come out like right. you look across the room and you see a girl like I want to hold your hand and my dad just goes no <laughs> <laughs> and the person just goes oh yeah good <laughs> <laughs> already then <laughs> my, my father is famous famous for those but yeah I mean so uh, yeah I mean I, I guess it is true and, and then also 
I'm also sympathetic to libraries because just because I don't kids, uh, you know, like, like we said earlier, like, like my books get destroyed just in the process of like kids pulling them off the shelf to look at them part, maybe because they can't see what they are because of the, the, the thin spines, but also because I don't know, I just love the, like, the, 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 like let's just get in like roll up our sleeve and pull books off the shelf. And so libraries have to contend with that. And so they've got to, uh, like care for their books in, in a way maybe the bookstores don't like a bookstore you pull the sh- you the book off the shelf and rip it it's like oh I guess we just sold that book <laughs> you know so <laughs> yeah I, I feel like every time we go into the library we we go to the library and here's what happens we start walking down the <laughs> down the one of the rows and because the girls can't all they see is the spine so they can't actually understandably they don't know if a book is good or not they just start pulling books out like dozens yeah. of them like go go and, and so the the whole 30 minutes in the library is me sort of following them around like re you know restacking books right. they're just going down to like pulling 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 oh like there's got to be a better way right yeah maybe not i don't know i, I just uh, feel like this is this should be a, a solvable problem like it, I, I do think so discoverability should be easier uh, in I, the I library think, yeah I, I i agree but I, one thing i will say that is so i remember I don't clearly remember, but I remember when uh, the library, when I was, and I started getting into, and we're not really there with our any of our kids yet, but like series were where they're, I don't know, mm-hmm. those long series with a bunch of books. And they have a lot of those in, in the bookstore, but there is like something magical when you're a kid and, and you go to the library and then you sort of look down and all the spines are the same. And it's like, I don't know, the Hardy Boys two through 37 and you're just like oh they've got them all and they're all it's all free and you can just and you and you can just tell by just by the spines like this is this is sort of a this this section of the shelf is the same color it must be all and it's just like oh so that's that's my summer you know just like this (laughs) right yeah no and i i definitely remember i have a lot of really fond memories being a old like, I don't know like elementary school and above um in the library but it, it just seems like libraries are in a, inadequate to the like zero through five or six year olds and their parents right okay also how so what's your um how many how many libraries have you been into as as a, I mean I don't want to call it particular libraries by name you know but, but like are you <laughs> Whenever you go to a new town, like let's see, like let's see what the children's book section is like at the, you know, Central Library in you know Boise or something like that. No, right. it's, it's you, a fair point. I, I don't, I don't have like exhaustive experience in, in different libraries. Well, you have to call anybody out, but, but I, I don't want to say like just because like your local library doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like every no, yeah, I don't know. No library that I've been to though has a like. I feel like what I don't know if if I was organizing a library, I, I would try and have. A section like a, chil- a, a children's book section that is small but it's dedicated to discoverability in particular so it's you, you have the main section of your children's books which are they're all organized like they are now um but there should be there should be some even if it's really small some kind of area where you can just go into and there's maybe there's just i don't know 30 books like yeah. the, the, that are, you know, like new books or like staff picks or whatever. And it's this place where as a parent, you could go with your young kids and you just go straight into there and you can like, maybe it's, it's somehow it's more okay to make a little bit more of a mess, maybe because there aren't as yeah. many books out, 
but there's going to be there's always going to be like a new rotating sort of crop of and i've seen kind of, i've seen some libraries do that and they they kind of sometimes like a lot of libraries also will have some kind of like uh like kind of play area with like legos or or yeah. like trucks or you know some kind of thing and then near there maybe there'll be like a sort of like a, a ziggurat looking t- like display with kind of more where it's not a, you know it, it's not you know a through z it's it's you know it's, it's all something you know it's maybe here's kind of a here's some nature books here's some kind of the book du jour or something like that so right um, but yeah I think, just... it, it, it it is hard and it's you know it's like i but but I'm sympathetic with the challenges is all is all I'm saying. Right, and kids, I, yeah, and I guess kids I, kids I, kind, of, kind of terrorize, especially in a a library where they you know, they know that they can. There's a little bit more like like it, your kids not pull things down from the bookstore in the same. Like there's a more in the library that because everything is like free and you know they're going to be taking home like I don't know six to ten books. I thought there's more license to just kind of like, uh, rampage maybe than in a bookstore. <laughs> I think the biggest, to me, the, the biggest obstacle is the fact that books are not organized by genre. I, I, like when I really, the more I think about it, I think that's the thing that really is frustrating. Well, well how, so how would you, so, so books now they're like, mostly it's just kind of age. So there'll be like your, what, like, like board or picture it's books like, or something and then chapter it's book. It's like age and then author Babysitter's by Club. author yeah. last yeah. name, um, which just isn't, I mean, that that's. Yeah, I mean, I, I get that there's like reasons why that's the system they're on because of all the books. But what I love about going into a regular bookstore is you can go like I go in saying, yeah, I want to like uh, we need a new like fairy tales book. And so you can, there's like a section where, you know, that's got sort of like fairy tale collections and you can just yeah. go and like look through those or you want the like all the Dr. Seuss books are like prominently displayed in like an area or there's like the new releases are somewhere. And that just seems to me like a much more intuitive way of discovering and finding okay, new books. That's, that's fair. But I'm going to tell you, you sent me, uh, I mean, you didn't send me, but you did <laughs> like to, to get the, the Polar Express when we were, we were doing that book, which I didn't know anything, you know, I did not experience it. It was right around Christmas time. So I thought it'd be everywhere. And then I went to a half price books, where they were, they they had like a like a story, like a Polar Express story time. But the next day, I could not find. It. And there were like fifteen places because a lot of in that that bookstore there are a lot of like like organizational things. So yeah. Like, like oh well, it might be, and because it's a half price books, like they don't always know what's on the shelf. Like they they have some ideas, but they're not, you know, they're, they're, the way they do inventory is a little different. It's like oh, like would you say it's like a fun holiday book? Maybe it could be like at our fun holiday section. And then, oh, we have this like standalone, like, uh, like uh, holiday pillar. Like maybe, maybe it's with those books. So there were like 15 places. And then we had to search like, why don't they just have all the books in one spot? You just, I know, I, I know the author's name. I can just find it alphabetically. I'll just get the book. I'll just, I was like, I can't just like a library. So I guess, I guess I'm just saying it can, it can cut both ways. True, true. Well, that's where maybe, you know, we just need more variety in terms of um, book establishments. Some places are just more geared towards uh, discoverability and some places are are more geared towards you already know what you want and you just got to find it. Right. Um, But I think there is a, I guess what I'm saying is I think there's a market for bookstores that cater more towards discovering new stuff. You don't know what you want exactly, but you know you want new stuff. I feel like there's a lot of room there uh, for yeah. someone to come in and, and, and really and it, take over that experience. And, and it makes sense that bookstores maybe have, have the upper hand there because they're always like, you know, a library, it's 
kind of the, a library, you want to be a place. I mean, you want to be able to discover new books at the library. That, that's part of their function. But you also want to be sort of a repository for standbys. And a lot of times a bookstore, they're trying to turn over new inventory. So they are definitely wanting to tell you this is the newest book that we have or the one that you probably haven't seen before. It just came out. It just won the Caldecott or the Newberry or something like that. So pay attention. Um, and then they've got a bunch of that book that they've got to get out. Whereas the library, like if you check this book out versus that book, it doesn't make any difference to them. But then the bookstore, it's like, well, we have, we ordered 200 of these books because we thought it was gonna be the next big thing. So we've really got to, we, we thought this was like the next Harry Potter and then it's just sitting, you know, sitting in a closet somewhere. So I also feel like libraries should um, get some kind of collaboration with a, some kind of Silicon Valley AI <laughs> startup. So, that you, so you can do kind of a Spotify thing where you say, oh, yeah. These have been our, our favorite five books in the last yeah, month. Yeah. Like, what do you recommend? Just, and you just show up to the library and you got those ready for you. Yeah, you know? algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So just how can we make the library just creepier than the way that the rest of the world is? <laughs> Especially when it's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I do like that sort of book. <laughs> like, well, come on, Spotify for children's books. There yeah, it is. Yeah. Somebody All get right, on man. that. So, yeah. Well, no, I think we need to get up right now and then just. <laughs> Lock that down, or discover like the, the the six other the six other variations of that already exist. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we, we got. All right, we'll rant over. Now. That's yeah. uh, thanks for uh, indulging me. <laughs> oh, no, anytime. <laughs> Never. You can always interrupt me and just start ranting. You don't even have to. You don't even have to preface it. Just, just, Great. just go. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we'll we'll keep you posted on our uh, our yeah, organizational experiment with the seasons. <laughs> Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode of A Thousand and One Good Nights. If you want to learn more about this book and other bedtime stories, check out our website at 1001goodnights.com. That's 1001goodnights.com. Be sure to sign up for our monthly email newsletter to get updates about upcoming seasons and other new content. Finally, please help us out by rating the show on iTunes. This helps spread the word about the show and get it in front of new listeners each week.